What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today's another edition of Overthinking MTG, the show where we look at an individual magic card and talk about it for at least 10 minutes. And today I want to talk about some more action from Strixhaven, so let's get right on into it. So today I wanted to take a look at Mavinda Students Advocate, and I specifically wanted to look at this card for a number of reasons. One, it it looks very complicated. It looks very difficult to understand when you first look at it because there is a wall of text. But really when you break it down, the card is fairly straightforward and I wanna get into why that is. So what is Mavinda's Student's Advocate? Um, also, interestingly enough, students is uh, plural and uh, made possessive with the, uh, the apostrophe there. So it's kind of a cool little grammatical punctuation thing that as the English major, I can't help but notice. Silver Quill, what, what? All right, so Mavinda Students Advocate, it's a 2-3 flyer for 2 and a white. So 2-3 flyer for 3, not a bad rate, like just doing the vanilla test on its own, but there's a lot more to it. So at any time, you can pay 0 mana. That's right, you can pay 0 and activate this ability. Once you activate the ability, it says you may cast target, instant, or sorcery card from your graveyard this turn. If that spell doesn't target a creature you control, it costs eight more to cast this way. If that spell would be put into your graveyard, exile it instead. So basically what this is doing, it's giving one card in your graveyard flashback. And if you're not familiar with flashback, it's an ability where if a card has flashback, you can cast it for its flashback cost out of your graveyard, um, but then it goes into exile. So it basically lets you double up on a spell that you've used previously. So what this is doing is it's giving one of the cards in your graveyard flashback for its mana cost if it targets something you control. So if it targets one of your creatures, basically if it's a combat trick, if it's a buff of some kind, uh, those come in handy. There are other cards as well, like fight spells that are removal spells that do target your creatures. So as a result, you can activate Mavinda's ability and take advantage of those without that really nasty cost of paying eight. But in the flip side of things, if you're in a commander game and you've ramped like crazy, and I say commander just because it's the one format that I can think of where things would be loose enough to allow for this to happen, but if you're in a commander situation or any casual situation where you have the mana for it, you could use Mavinda to cast, say, a Wrath or to cast something, you know, some, some very devastating um, heavy card out of the graveyard, it just costs eight more to do so, um, unless it targets one of your creatures. Now, interestingly enough, Mavinda alongside cards like Sublime Epiphany, Sublime Epiphany can target one of your creatures, and so you could cast Sublime Epiphany from your graveyard with Mavinda Students Advocate. That's kind of cool. Um, other The other cool implication are uh, tricks that give hexproof or indestructible. So it's important to keep in mind though that they need to be targeted. So something like Snakeskin Veil would work with this because it is a targeted ability. Meanwhile, something like Heroic Intervention that is not a targeted ability, it's a blanket effect on all of your things, that would be hit by the eight uh, tax. And the other thing is, you can activate this ability, but activating this ability targets one spell in your graveyard. So you need to target a spell first. And then, once this ability resolves, you then have the opportunity to cast that spell. The reason that I point out the intricacies of that 
um, interaction is because this isn't a blanket ability. So if you're playing on Arena, you'll notice when you're playing on Arena and you have a card in your graveyard that has like Escape or Flashback or one of these other abilities that allows you to leverage it from your graveyard, it will automatically appear to the right of your hand in kind of a special little zone that you can interact with just as Arena's way of reminding you these are cards that you can play out of your graveyard so you don't have to like go manually digging through your graveyard to grab those cards back so you can interact with them almost like they're in your hand but not quite with Mavinda you'll notice that you do not get that because Mavinda's ability targets it has to activate and target first and so when you have Mavinda online you need to remember to activate it if you're going to take advantage of it um, also, just a huge shout out to Defiant Strike. If you're not familiar with that card, it was recently printed in the Mystical Archives, as well as a wide variety of sets prior to that. Um, it's one of those you probably have 12 copies of sitting in your arena library right now. And uh, that card it is fantastic alongside Mavinda because it draws a card. So the one effect is target creature gets plus one, plus zero, and then you draw a card. And so with Mavinda out, being able to use that simply to draw a card for one mana, you know, the additional plus one plus zero is a nice little bonus, but just one white draw a card and you get to do it twice when you have Mavinda. I don't see any problem with this. <laughs> you know, it basically cycles itself and there's nothing wrong with that. So I've found Mavinda in aggro decks works really nicely. The other thing that's really great about Mavinda is they have flying. Mavinda has flying, and what that means is all those combat tricks and all those buff spells, those infuriates, those giant growths, those um, defiant strikes that you're pulling out of your graveyard and are targeting your own creatures, you can target Mavinda and actually just Voltron out Mavinda with instants and sorceries that are targeting from your graveyard um, to, to swing in for the kill. That's really cool. So it gives you pretty much everything that you're looking for in a spell slinger aggro strategy. So you combine Mavinda with cards like Clever Lumamancer and Lean and Lightscribe that also benefit that particular playstyle, and all of a sudden you've got a pretty epic spell slinger aggro deck that has the potential to be pretty nasty. And I like that. I like seeing that a lot. It gives a new flavor and a new style for the white weenie archetype which is a style of deck that's been around for ages which is just small white creatures and more of them than your opponent has blockers and you just swing until you until they're dead you know that's generally the idea obviously there's more nuance to it when you actually get into playing the game of magic because that's just how magic is but with this spell slinger style i feel like mavinda is an excellent piece of the puzzle um in creating that I feel like this as a curve topper in a super aggressive low to the ground spell slinger deck has the potential to be really devastating because if you're using those magecraft triggers, if you're leveraging the clever lumamancers, the eager first years, the lean and light scribes, and you're casting things like defiant strike, like infuriate onto them, and you're stacking those abilities, you're getting a lot of magecraft triggers as well, and you're able to create very large creatures very early in the game that you're attacking with. Now, those the the bigness of them is temporary, because when at the end of the turn, it all goes away. But with Mavinda, you can then, once one per turn, recycle those combat tricks that are in your graveyard now, and continue to pu pump your... Excuse me. Continue to pump your team, and you now also have a two-three flying body that joins the fray. 
for you that it's a good blocker it's a good attacker i feel like mavinda is a truly excellent card that has some very frankly the artwork is kind of cute i like it um but it's not very threatening and the idea of this it's it's showing an owl wearing very regal robes it's clearly an elder at strixhaven with one wing wrapped around uh in a very like very jovial very um almost like grandparently way um around a student that is clearly describing something or potentially talking through a problem that they're having, maybe with one of their classmates, maybe with a particular equation that they're trying to solve and, um, or a particular challenge that they have on a piece of homework or whatever the case may be. And this, and Mavinda is clearly the owl because you know, the flying, um, is talking to the student in a way that is very warm. It's very welcoming. Um, but I can't help but notice that, this is all tempered by the fact that, or the, an inescapable fact is, this is a bird of prey. And if you look closely, you'll notice that the artist spared no, um, the, the artist did not attempt to make Mavinda's claws, the, the Mavinda's talons, less imposing than they would be if there was a human-sized owl. So Mavinda is a very, not a, not a threatening figure, but a very imposing creature. And so the idea of this card being a particularly a particularly powerful card makes sense. But I love the idea that this character is using that power and that wisdom to guide others and using that wisdom to teach the younger generations. I think that's a lovely sentiment and a lovely thought. And it plays out flavorfully in the way the card operates. If you're buffing your team... Mavinda can do it easily. If you're trying to destroy your opponent's team or you're trying to cast spells that don't target anything, then Mavinda can do it because Mavinda is very powerful, but it's harder. It costs a lot more. So effectively, for most competitive magic situations, you can ignore the the idea of paying eight or more to cast something um in 99 of the times that's not going to be relevant um but it's still there it's still potential upside and you never know when that situation is going to arise so all in all i think mavinda students advocate is a phenomenal card i like it a lot i think flavorfully this thing's a home run it's very powerful it this is what a mythic rare ought to be in my opinion i feel like it embodies strixhaven beautifully and even strixhaven the haven of owls i mean this is perfect it's it's just exactly what it ought to be so thanks so much for hanging out i appreciate you you can catch me on twitch twitch.tv slash hamhocks42 there is a link in the description below as well as a link to my discord server you're more than welcome to hop in say hi um if you have any cool deck ideas or would like to see other specific cards mentioned on this show please don't hesitate to leave them in the comments below or you know fire a message on discord i'd appreciate that very much thank you so much don't forget you're a good person and you deserve to be happy and i'll catch you next time